Which Capitals players at rookie camp have shown the most improvement? I'll discuss next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals and comment anything down below. The NHL season is starting soon, and I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one. And we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the three players that have shown the most improvement in camp. Now, listen, these were three great players already, but they've shown great improvement. Who are those players? We'll talk about that in the show. We'll talk about Andrew Cristal and the improvements that he made in the in the offseason. You think to yourself, well, this guy was already just revered as a really great hockey player. What does he need to work on? We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about Alexander Suzdalev, a guy that uh, has put in some work in the offseason to work on his game. He is preparing himself for bigger things this season. What are those things? We'll talk about that. But just to get it going here, we will talk about a name that is familiar to Caps fans. And if you're an everydayer, you know who I'm talking about here, Hendricks LaPierre. Uh, he is a guy that had a bit of a bumpier ride last year, found his way in the postseason, but now is dialed in at camp. He has his eyes set on the prize of making the big team at some point. Is it going to happen this season? I guess it remains to be seen, but just taking a look at some of the things that he's done, he goes, I mean, I put in the work this summer, so I know I was going to feel good. I think when you work and you put yourself in those situations, you're going to have success. And then he talked about since he was dealing with a shorter summer, he wasn't working on the things that he normally worked on. Normally he worked on bulking up and putting on muscle mass. He didn't really have time to work on that. So what is it? Some of the things he worked on was his skating and, and skating quicker, that kind of thing. So um, it's interesting to see how those little things that you do in the off season can already start to pay dividends. One of the things that he said was that, you know, I didn't realize the big impact it was going to have. Usually I concentrate on on bulking up, you know, uh, putting on some pounds and putting on some muscles. In this season, he worked on his on his skating. Instead of just focusing on muscles and building strength, he and his trainers put more emphasis on his skating speed and on ice scenarios. And uh, that is one of the things that was definitely one of the weaknesses in his game was his skating. If you remember in his brief cup of coffee that, co- coffee that he had with the Capitals, he was not necessarily 
the smoothest skater out there. So if he can show improvement in that regard and everything that we've seen so far is that he has shown that improvement, then maybe he will be able to jumpstart his career onto the big team sooner than later. My projection for him right now is he is going to have a really breakout season with the bears. I don't see him being on the capitals for the full duration of the season. Is there the possibility that he gets called up if someone's injured? Sure, that that's always possible. But I still think just based on the fact that he's working on his game and fine-tuning it, uh, that uh, he is still a little ways out. Um, again, crazier things have happened. If we remember last season, if we take a look at Protus, no one really had him penciled in on the big team, but he proved uh, to everyone uh, that he belonged and he had a bit of a bumpier ride as well. One of the things he was talking about uh, is that he didn't, like I said, he didn't have time to work on the weightlifting and that kind of stuff. So he was working on his eye-hand coordination and his face-offs. I think at the start, I was a little surprised of what we were doing. But as the summer kind of went on, I was like, okay, I'm suddenly feeling really, really good. And then I guess this is just like a continuation of what I've been doing. I try to do the same exercises in the gym. So I guess maybe a little less weightlifting and stuff like that more. And that was one of the dings on him. And it's going to be a common thread throughout the players that I talk about tonight is their size. Some of these guys are undersized and you will be exposed in the National Hockey League, if you are undersized, there are some big dudes in the National Hockey League that are going to push you off the puck. Uh, you can have the greatest skill set in the world and still get dri uh, driven off the puck. Uh, you take a look at Connor Bedard. He had a hat trick in his first game. Kind of crazy to think about. But um, so some of these young players are already showing their worth. And if you take a look at Connor Bedard, I mean, he's kind of a jacked guy, but not necessarily the biggest guy stature wise uh, that sometimes guys that aren't necessarily the biggest guys out on the ice find their way. But I would say nine times out of 10 uh, that you need to have that mass kind of like a Tom Wilson. If you could be somewhat like that build or, you know, like a TJ Oshie where you're not just bulking, but you have, you know, some uh, stature to your frame that is going to be advantageous for you. So you're not going to constantly uh, be getting pushed off the puck, but taking a look at his stats in 60 regular game season games with Hershey, a lot here had 15 goals and 15 assists. And then, of course, we remember what happened in his game time goal in game seven of the Calder Cup. So um, I don't think he's a long ways out. Um, I know that there were some people that had him penciled in on the big team this year. My assessment, not going to happen this year, at least uh, in the long-term thing. And one of the things that he did is the same thing that uh, Anthony Mantha did. And, and, you know, kudos goes out to these guys is hiring a mental coach to kind of focus your game. And I think that you don't hire a mental coach. It's not a one-size-fits-all. But you do it because there are things that you need to work on in your game, your concentration. And one of the things that Hendricks talked about is he would go to his mental coach when he was having a rough time. But now he said he switched it to he was going to his mental coach if things were going well and if they were going poorly. And he said he had a lot better success with that. I had success and I want to keep on having success. I'm kind of riding a wave right now that the last year that we won, I really had a good summer. I'm feeling extremely good. So I'm excited to see what camp brings, but I don't know what clicked. It was just maybe a, like a little mental switch. I'm also working on my mental game a little bit. So I feel confident And the mental aspect. 
is almost bigger than the physical aspect because one of the things that we saw with Anthony Mantle last year, just to talk about the mental coach aspect, is that, you know, I think that the skill set was there. I think that at a certain point last year, he was just so caught up in his head and so, uh, you know, just totally absorbed and just totally wrapped up in the fact that he wasn't getting his production, that he had to kind of free up his mind a little bit. It will be interesting to see what kind of uh, player Mantha is going to be uh, this coming season. Uh, but talking about LaPierre here, we were kind of a little bit off and we're going to try to talk each other as much as we can this year. I think it's helpful. LaPierre says, I used to talk to those guys when it was going bad, but I also talk to them when things are going well. Like I said, just myself maturing and living those experiences, I kind of understand a little bit more. So he's talking about what it's like to be a pro hockey player and also to Use everything at your disposal. You know, you can have a nutritionist if you want to work on your uh, nutrition. You can have a strength and conditioning coach to work on your physicality, but also the importance of a mental coach and then just also talking about being mature. Uh, one of the things that was spoke of, and it's a, another common thread between these players, is some of them showed up early at camp and they had the opportunity to hang out with uh, Ovi or see him skate or, you know, just maybe talk to him a little bit and see how he carries himself. And not just Ovi, but, you know, Osh and the other players and you see how to be a professional hockey player it's you know part of it the equation is how you play on the ice of course but it's the other things how you treat the staff how you just conduct yourself in a professional environment that is going to kind of to indicate what kind of player that you are going to be but I do think that Lop here is trending in the right direction. My assessment on him right now is he will be good to go uh, next season. I do think that if he continues on his current trajectory, I do think that next year will be the year for Hendricks LaPierre. Uh, I think that he fine-tuned a lot of the things that caused that bumpy ride for him last year. Um, so I think that this season, hopefully he took care of those. Hopefully he continues to keep going to his mental coach and those things will help. And I think that he will be able to avoid some of the pitfalls that maybe he necessarily fell into last season. All right. So coming up here, we will talk about another exciting Capitals rookie Alexander Suzdalev and how a lot of the Caps brass is pumped about the potential of what kind of player he's going to be. We'll talk about that coming up. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. And if you want to even get a little bit of money on a commander's game, it, it makes watching the games that much more exciting, not to mention that the commanders are killing it so far this year. The app is, is so easy to use. That's There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Uh, excuse me, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, in this next segment here, we will talk about another exciting player, another exciting rookie, 
Alexander Suzdalev and how he is really fine-tuning his game as well. That is that is the topic of today's show is what players are, you know, showing improvement and what did they have to do to get that improvement. But taking a look at Suzdalev after, you know, just an impressive WHL, uh, he led his fellow freshmen in scoring in 22-23. So there's already a lot to like about him. And just given the fact of how well he performed last season, that some of the biggest names in the Capitals organization have their eyes set on him. And I think that they have big plans for him. So what are the plans that they have for him? We saw that he had a great season in Regina. And one of the things that Ross Mahoney uh, said is that he would actually like to see him uh, in the AHL with Hershey this year. The plan would be that would be like to see him make the jump and play in the American League. He had a really good year last year in Regina. I think he had 88 points and he actually trained really hard over the summer too, Mahoney said. In all of the offseason, he worked on his skating and also played and put it on adding on weight. That is a common thread here, putting on weight. Again, he has a good skill set, but one of the things that he said was that his shot was a little bit weak. Like, you know, his shot was there, but he needed a little bit more oomph to his shot, if you will. It was something that the organization wanted to see from the 19-year-old as he hopes that he was going to be able to add more muscle as well. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, it would be easy to say, well, I want to put on weight. You know, I'm going to order me a pizza. I'm going to drink a two-liter bottle of Pepsi and I'm going to sit down and no, that is not what they're talking about. These guys eat lean fat. What are we talking about? We're talking about uh, uh, boiled or uh, chicken and broccoli, that kind of thing. That's a very common thing. Usually it's lean uh, proteins, that kind of thing that put on that desired result and then hit the gym. That gives you your desired results. Now you do hear different things about Alex Ovechkin, how he likes to eat pasta and drink Coca-Cola, well, okay, there's there's always the exception to the rule, but generally speaking, these guys that are trying to put on weight and they're trying to put on muscle, they're doing it by eating lean proteins, not by, you know, going to the all-you-can-eat buffet. He's a really smart player, and you watch him and you shoot the puck here today, and he's got a really good shot too, but it was a little bit light, Mahoney said. We wanted him to get a little stronger, being able to hold that position in front of the net and also to stand up to deflections or winning more puck battles in the corners, those sorts of things. He always had the skating and the skill in that sense, but he was always a little bit light, a little bit thin, so strength was an issue for him. And if that is the only thing that you have to worry about, I think that you're in a pretty good position. I think what Sustalev brings to the game is really good if one of hit the only knocks on him is that he needs to put on some weight and to to bulk up i think that he's uh, already in a good uh, position there if you take a look just for example suzdalev last season was 171 pounds he is six foot two but right now as he went into camp he is 181 pounds so 10 pounds heavier hey 10 pounds is quite a bit and especially if it's muscle mass those are really great things. Uh, he was one of the stands out at, standouts at development camp and has been skating with the team at informal skates these last few weeks, and management has taken notice. Um, and what is one of the things that Mahoney said about him? He said it's all up to him. He kind of controls the keys to his future. I do think that he is headed in the right direction. Uh, again, do I see him making the team this next year? Probably not. I don't think that's the case. And you're like, well, everything that you said about him is great. 
I say I, I would put it to you like this. I think that if there is an injury, yes, or say that there is an issue with a player underperforming, perhaps. But I do think that he is, you know, a little undercooked, if you will. I think, like they said, he would be best served uh, playing in the American Hockey League. So in this case, the Hershey Bears, I think that's a great organization. I think that would be a great uh, environment for him to work on his craft. So that is where I see him this next season but uh he is trending up and he is one of the names that you want to circle uh in your mind and just get really familiar with the name alexander suzdala because he will be ready for this team i'm going to go ahead and say either next year or the year after but i do think that if he uh, kind of the same way as lop here if he continues on his current trajectory I think that it could be next season or perhaps the season after that. But right now, knee-jerk reaction, I'm saying that he's about two seasons out from helping this team. But what does this all tie into? Alexander Ovechkin, who turned 38 on Sunday, has three years left on his deal. After that, you see this whole new young wave of players that are ready for this team. Super exciting if you're a Capitals fan. So, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the likes of Suzdalev and LaPierre and Connor McMichael. What is this team going to look like post Ovechkin? When I say post Ovechkin, I also mean kind of like post Backstrom and Oshie and Carlson. Um, so you are already starting to see uh, the changing of the guard and what players are going to be able to help this team next. But it is most exciting to see the production from Suzdalev. Again, no knock on his game. He killed it last season in Regina. The only thing that they said for him to work on really is to put on some weight, put on some muscle so you can shoot the puck a little bit harder so you don't get driven off the puck a little bit harder. Those are all really things for him to control. And that is why Ross Mahoney said it's all up to him. You know, and uh, that's what, you know, the proof's in the pudding. Continue, prove your worth. If you play in Hershey this uh, next season here and you kill it, the sky's the limit. I do think, you know, that's just my initial assessment. He's not going to be ready this year, but if he knocks it out of the park, I think anything is possible. All right. So coming up here, we will talk about one of the big names in this last summer's draft, Andrew Kristall. How is he progressing? We'll talk about that coming up. Our next partner here is Jace Medical. And one of the things that you need in life is security and security with your health. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians or try any treatment related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. So don't be caught unprepared in life. Sometimes health issues can pop up. You need to be prepared. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. So the big thing here is save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So in this next segment here, we are going to talk about a big name around the Capitals organization in this summer's draft. 
Uh, we know it was Landard, and then it was Chris Dahl after that. And what is the book on him? Some people say that, you know, he his skating was one of his weaknesses or that he was undersized. How has he progressed through the summer? That is the big question. I think that the sky's the limit for Andrew Kristall. If you take a look at him, he's only 18 years old and was drafted 40th overall. And that, that's where a lot of questions come in is if he's that great, why was he drafted 40th overall? Well, for starters, it was a really great draft class. There were a lot of great players. And like I said, he needed to work on his skating, things like that. And some things he can control. He's a great playmaker, but some people said he almost likes to play too fancy when it doesn't call for it. If he you know, made a smarter play, then uh, I think that he would have better results. Kristal decided to take charge instead of waiting to figure it out and beat out the punch by signing up for workouts and famous power skating coach Barb uh, Adelbaum. Um, so that is one of the things that was his weakness was skating. So what is one of the things that he did? He signed up for power skating with a power skating coach. Uh, that is the right thing. That's a very mature approach. And I think that, you know, one of the, the biggest weaknesses that has been said about Chris Dahl is his subpar skating. So if he can fine tune his skating, again, the sky's the limit for this guy. That is why I circled these play, three players is they are guys that are on the cusp of doing really great things. I worked heavily with her three to four times a week for basically the whole summer. It's going to be exciting to see what he has in the tank. I've seen, you know, snippets of videos, that kind of thing. Uh, it is going to be interesting to see what he brings. But everything that I've seen is that it is making the difference. Uh, he is poised and confident in his ability, and he's gated, uh, gained a noticeable step that kind of makes him really stand out. So if the puck is shot down the ice, he has that extra step to close in on it that much quicker. That was one of the knocks on him is that he didn't have that, you know, that second gear or, you know, the jet speed to get down the ice that he was sometimes just too late. And, you know, if you're going to get a sweater every day in the NHL, it's good to be a good stick handler, but you got to be able to move those skates as well. So good on him for hiring uh, a power skating coach. It's kind of interesting. You know, they kind of have coaches for everything uh, nowadays. But talking about his improvement, I definitely feel a step faster for sure. I was always kind of strong on my edges, but my straight line's a little bit faster for sure. So I hopefully I can learn that this year and gain some extra speed. Again, those are all things that are you know somewhat easy to control. I think sometimes the stick handling and those other things are more difficult. Uh, and he put the work in, uh, you know, a very you know, mature thing for a guy that's very young to say, hey, I'm acknowledging that that is one of the things that is a weakness for me and I'm going to address it. I'm not going to wait to, you know, get sent down or I'm not going to wait for one of my coaches to say, hey, maybe you need to work on this. I know it's a weakness and I'm going to do something to take care of it. He's oftentimes compared to TJ Oshi, kind of that skill set. But who does he look up to? He says that he thinks of his play a little bit more like Backstrom, Mitch Marner, or Nikita Kucherov. Three huge names in the NHL. Will he one day be in that same company? Hey, if you listen to Connor Bedard, he said he was the smartest player he's ever played with. Again, I don't think Connor Bedard is the kind of guy that is just going to hand out those kind of accolades to just anyone. He's putting his name on that statement. Uh, one of the things like I talked about off on the top segment here 
was that he showed up early in camp. And why did he do that? Uh, to get some in some extra work, but also he said to to get some skating in with Alex Ovechkin. I mean, who wouldn't want to? If you had the opportunity and you're a hockey player to skate with Ovi, why not? When the intensity's up and everyone's competing, it's more fun out here, he explained, adding, I was lucky enough to come here a little bit early and skate with Ovechkin. Some of those guys, training camp's the real deal. When everyone's working to get a job, you want to stay in the present. And uh, that was when he spoke about that he kind of saw how Alex Ovechkin carried himself and some of the other players carried themselves, how to be a professional hockey player. He says, for me, it's keeping, keeping, getting better day after day. I don't have too many uh, expectations this year. I think just honestly, the camp is to learn and to sponge from all the veteran guys I'm going to be on the ice with. That's the biggest thing for my short term. Very mature approach, uh, not thinking I'm the best guy on the ice, observing what some of the guys that have been there and done that have done. A very mature approach for him. So I really like his uh, w- what he's doing. And that is the common thread with all three of the players that I spoke of tonight is maturity, addressing situations. You know, you talk about every player, uh, if it was working on his skating, if it was working on putting on some pounds, or in this case, skating as well. So it's a common thread there as well, working on skating. Different aspects, but if you take a look at Hendricks Lapierre, he said he wanted to work on his skating. Same thing goes for Andrew Cristal. All things that are fixable, in my opinion. So uh, despite the fact that there are some people that said, you know, maybe he's not going to be quite as great as everyone thought, these guys are putting in the work. And even if they're not ready this next season, I think that in coming years, this Capitals team is going to be stacked. All right. I want to thank you once again for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other GC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We have Locked On Nationals, Commanders, or Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holney, and I'll talk to you again next time.